It's time for the WCW Monday Nitro main event of the evening. This is where the big boys play, huh? Look at the adjective, play. We ain't here to play. But it's Donald Trump hangs on to the top of the Trump Plaza with his family under his other arm as they sink to the bottom of the sea. Thank God Donald Trump's a Hulkamaniac. I'm here to take a good, long look at this crap I'm in. Oh, my new name is Seven, by the way, so... They've dressed me up like Uncle Fester. And I don't mind telling you, I was wearing these $600 custom-made lizard shoes and this $13,000 Rolex. You are listening to the Main Event Wrestling Podcast, and this week... Clint Schweitzer, alongside Noah Groniger, we're going to be joined by none other than one half of one of the greatest tag teams in pro wrestling history. Yes, Ricky Morton from the Rock and Roll Express is going to be joining us. He had just had a bit of a medical emergency. He had uh, was stricken with Bell's palsy, so he was kind of in and out of the doctor. So we were able to just work in just a few questions with him, and it was a pleasure to do so because we are taking you back to the NWA, back to the glory days when the tag team division was as red hot as it's uh, ever been in the business. I'm talking about guys like the Russians, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, the Midnight Express, all the great feuds. Man, there were some memories from back in the day with the Rock and Roll Express, one of the hottest, one of the most popular tag teams of all time, Noah. Going to be joined by Ricky Morton here. It's going to really take us back to the glory days of the National Wrestling Alliance and Jim Crockett Promotions. Yeah, we've said it a few times here, this is a little bit before my time period of getting into wrestling, but I've seen the archive footage. You've shown me Night of the Skywalkers, their scaffold match between the them and the Midnight Express, and it is just unbelievable. I mean, I thought I knew tag teams with just uh, Hawk and Animal, the Road Warriors, and the Outsiders, and Harlem Heat, and there is just this vast library of great tag teams, and it starts and ends pretty much right here with the Rock and Roll Express. It does. And, uh, you know, I think Jim Ross uh, said it best before they got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame back in 2017, uh, that there's no, uh, you know, I don't think that the chemistry between Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton were unparalleled. They were innovators. uh, They've done things that no one had ever seen before. And they were the perfect white meat baby faces. They were as popular. They were in main events. You know, you'd have Ric Flair in a world title match and you'd have the Rock and Roll Express in the Midnights or the Russians that would be also, you know, part of those main events, you know, back then. And so I think it was Hacksaw Jim Duggan that pointed out there's no Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels, the Rockers, not the Rock and Roll Express. I mean, it's almost a direct ripoff of that gimmick that they had. They were so popular in the South. The women loved them. Jim Cornette said the Rock and Roll Express had more sex on the way to the ring than most people would have in their lives. And uh, a famous uh, feud with Ric Flair. Ricky Morton was kind of built up as uh, the perfect baby face to take on Ric Flair back in 1986. And I think it was Ric Flair that started the feud by throwing a training bra at Ricky Morton, saying he couldn't handle a real woman like the nature boy. So... 
legendary stuff, legendary fuse. We're going to get into a little of it. We had to cut it a little short because uh, Ricky was kind of in and out of, uh, of a doctor's appointment. So it's just great to do this. Um, here on the Main Event Podcast, we had um, Gary Michael Capetta on last week. We're going to be delving into some of the interviews we've done in years past. Um, as well, uh, Kurt Angle, uh, guys like Mick Foley, we've done Alex Wright, Scotty Riggs, Mark Merrow, and Lanny Poffo. Lots of great interviews that we've done. We're going to continue to bring them to you here on the Main Event Wrestling Podcast, Noah. So with that said, like I just kind of want to, before we bring on Ricky Morton, because this time period is so important to me, that, I mean, I've been a wrestling fan since I was three or four years old, you know, 1988 or so, and I, I didn't quite understand the distinction between WWF and um, the NWA or, or WCW once it was finally bought out by Turner in the late 80s. But I knew I loved this business. I knew I loved what it was about. I loved the characters. I loved the the, the athleticism, the competition, and the storylines. But when you kind of take a step back, someone that came in like in the mid-90s, when you take a step back and kind of see the footage of this stuff, like what what do you think of wrestling in the kind of late 80s through early 90s? Just the pop of the crowd and the larger-than-life figures. I mean, you look at the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express, uh, Arn and Tolly, the Russians, and just kind of the spectacle and show and different things they were trying. We mentioned the Night of the Skywalkers, the scaffold match, just seeing that. I couldn't believe my eyes. This is allowed. They're actually having these guys up here. Like, what if something goes wrong? I can't believe these guys would agree to it. Just the love of the business and willing to do whatever it is to put on a great show. And that's what kind of the 80s meant to me. The 90s uh, was just more like the Attitude Era in WWE and more a shock and awe. And back then you felt like the love of the business. And this is these guys live, breathe and eat this stuff. And in the 90s, when I kind of got into it, the mid 90s, uh, it was more uh, towards the storylines and the money side of the business and, and not really the love of it, which you really felt back then. Yeah, you did, and you just look at these arenas. I mean, Jim Crockett Promotions was uh, was really running neck and neck. I mean, it, there was a certain point in time when, you know, really before Hulkamania, before things like that, Jim Crockett Promotions in the uh, Mid-Atlantic area was absolutely so red hot with some of the talent they had, and they continued to, um, to, to have those players on into the late 80s, early 90s. Now, WWE had far surpassed them in popularity by then, and I think the key to that is, the NWA territory was all about the matches, the in-ring, and the athleticism. The production values were low, the arenas were dimly lit, and it was all about that energy inside the ring. And it cre if you go back and watch some of the early Starcades, uh, the Greensboro Coliseum uh, was just so over-the-top hot, it almost felt like the roof was going to blow off those places when you brought in some of these tag teams, some of these some of these wrestlers. I mean, you had Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes. I remember at Starcade 85 and just that whole buildup of that. Then at 86, the Night of the Skywalkers, uh, Starcade 87, the Midnights and the Rock and Roll Express, the energy inside the ring was unbelievable. But in WWE, it was marketed more towards children, which I think the demographic became, you know, it just became more easily digestible by the casual fan that were catching on to WrestleMania, catching on to Hulkamania, catching on to some of the gimmicks that were going on, uh, you know. Guys out there like, you know, Ravishing Rick Rude, the Macho Man, it was all larger than life figures. They had that in the NWA too, but it was more about the in-ring work. So you kind of had something for everyone back then. And I miss that about wrestling. I think now we have it maybe for the first time in almost 18 years because you've got the AEW and you've got WWE. Do you ever foresee that we could get wrestling back to the way it was, not just in the 90s, Monday Night Wars, but how about in the late 80s when you had this kind of competition? It's 
Is the business really cyclical enough to handle that? I mean, I don't see it. Uh, I know there's people on opposite sides of the fence, and uh, we'll ask uh, Ricky this coming up, uh, what he sees uh, for the business heading into the future. Uh, he was on AEW recently. And so, uh, but as far as me, like, I don't see it ever coming back to that. There's just, it's, it had its time, and there's been too many lean and down years that uh, it would take a, almost a miracle in my eyes for it to come back and pop like it was even in the 80s and the 90s. And I just don't foresee that happening. There's too many other options. There's uh, Wrestling just seems to have fallen by the wayside, and I just don't know if you can recapture that. Well, we're going to get Ricky Morton's thoughts on all this. It's our pleasure to welcome to the Main Event Podcast one half of one of the great tag teams in the history of professional wrestling, Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express. Ricky, welcome to the show, man. How's everything going? Oh, man. Uh, you know what? I Last week, I, uh, I was going to the gym. Uh, I got up that morning and drank some coffee, and when I took a drink, it <laughs> coffee just come out the side of my mouth. Uh, I thought I was having a stroke, wow. but uh, I went, my wife rushed me to the emergency room, and when I got there, they read all the tests on me and everything, and I had a touch of Bell palsy, uh, but now, under my doctor's care and taking my medication and some good prayers to the from all the fans, uh, yeah, starting to heal up, buddy, uh, you know, it's starting to go away. Well, glad to hear that. I know that's affected people like uh, Jim Ross, you know, for years. And so it's something that, you know, it's, I didn't know if it came and went and kind of how, how it would work if there was lasting effects. So hopefully yeah, you're on the, well, on the I, men. I mean, I still got just a little bit of it. You know what it is, the left side of my face. You know, I, uh, when it first happened, I couldn't even shut my eye. Uh, but now all that, I can wink now and shut it and, I, you know, I'm not sleeping with what I had to put an eye patch over my, but you know, it's different things that, uh, they said it's brought on by stress, but, uh, I don't know, <laughs> but it's, uh, but now I'm getting a lot better, dude. And, uh, boy, and for me, I tell you what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to our business to crank back up, man. Uh, oh, yeah, we, uh, you know, that was some, one of my things and, and which is pretty good because now you can't can't tell. So, but the business is, you know, this is what we do for a living, not, and a bunch of us. And gosh, man, especially during the WrestleMania week, yes. down in Tampa, and and we had a bunch of Comic Cons up in New York City, and yeah. everything. It, it, I mean, it's a really a big football kick to the butt. But uh, <laughs> yeah, other than that, mm -hmm. everything's good. Yeah, I mean, you guys are independent contractors. Of course, uh, you know, Raw has been going to the empty uh, empty arena, so is AEW, and then uh, also SmackDown, of course, in WrestleMania, two nights in, a, in the Performance Center. It's going to be really strange. I know people like you that do, you know, a lot of independent bookings. I mean, this is just, for not only just wrestlers, but musicians and, and art, people that are independent contractors. It's a tough time for We just hope it ends sooner than later. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just all in entertainment, you know, all your entertainers, all that stuff is closed. The Broadway shows are closed. Uh, everything. And if you get a chance, guys, if you, who's listening, uh, you know, I have a show. Yes. It comes on my, on YouTube, on School of Morton, Facebook. It comes on at uh, 5.05 every, every Sunday. That's uh, Eastern time. 
Yep. But, you know, it's my wrestling school. I have a lot of matches from there. I won't be there this weekend, but I but I have some tapes that I play. We we did a show. We did two shows last weekend with no crowd, just like everybody else did. Uh, only people that were there were the guys that were wrestling, and uh, and they're the ones that sat in the crowd. So, But it, you know what? It worked out real good. So if anybody, anybody out there who get a chance, check that out. It's on School of Morton. Uh, it's YouTube off of that. Then you can catch me on Facebook, Real Ricky Morton. Uh, and then uh, Instagram, Feed Baby Face Ricky Morton. And then Ricky Morton. How's that? Hey, <laughs> that, that covers it all. And I'm telling you, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I was just listening to the one you did last week, uh, The School of Morton. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I get that. Yeah, it's great. Great stuff, man. Yeah, I just, I got David got on, on there this, this coming up one. So, man, it. This is a real kick, but when we just uh, did it yesterday, and it's man, it's I think it's going to be one of my best I've I've done. So thank you, man. Yeah, listen to me on the School of Morton podcast. It's really cool. Uh, uh, me and Scotty Campbell, which uh, Scotty's real big here at the Bristol, Tennessee area. He uh, he has a new show every morning, and uh, he's into politics, and he can tell you what all goes in there. But boy, he's a big wrestling fan, and he sure does have me out a lot. <laughs> That's great. And we'll definitely send people over there to listen to that. But Ricky, you and Robert were part of the Crockett Cup just last year and were recently seen on AEW. So I kind of wanted to ask you and get your thoughts on wrestling today. And if you think that AEW or maybe even the NWA can really kind of gain a foothold and become a force in wrestling. Well, you know, man, I'm glad you asked. You asked. That's a good question. You know, because... Uh, and. And please listen to me. I don't have the answers to everything, uh, but I do. You know, Robert and I are going on, uh, you know, almost 40 years. So there'll be four decades that we're working home being tag team partners. But I've been in the business for 46 years. At, at, at a time that when I'm 63 years old, uh, especially this, this this last year has been one of my better years and listen to me ever in the business uh wow had a good thing for crockett in nwa days and, and this is what i want to say you know when you bring nwa back and you've got people that's in the office there that and, and, and it's even at my wrestling school when i train people you know before i can train you i have got to make you understand what our business is about. It's yeah. not about me. It's not about you. It's about a business. And see, one thing I like about NWA is they have everybody there working together. You see, and, and to, to be successful, you've got to have everybody working together. Great matches. They have some of the greatest talent there that I've you know been around because you see, sometimes it ain't what you do in the ring, it's what you don't do. And they have a bunch of people there like that. And AEW, man, I, I, I can't thank uh, that organization enough for bringing Robert now on TV. Now, when you get exposure like that uh, on national TV and, and from the Young Bucks being on their show and all the elite and all this stuff, I mean, God, it's just... It's up, but we're still out here. Uh, I'm not, and listen to me, I'm not 
trying to be somebody I'm not. Yeah. But this is what I do for a living. And, uh, and as long as I can entertain and give the people their money's worth, it's, it's the only thing I know. I mean, it's hard when you do this for, you know, I'm not a brain surgeon. You know, I don't know. Uh, only thing I know is professional wrestling. I, uh, I I love all the promotions, and and I'm just telling you this. I love it. I love being a part of NWA because it brings back the old memories. It brings back the old school of professional wrestling, and it's you know in WWE and NXT, you know it, this is a blossomed billion dollar business. So. Uh, I, I really like it. You know, it's a lot of things that's going on. It's me. It's time for me, and I and I want to get into the into the production part of the business. I want to be a, an agent because, man, I, in the back of my mind, if see all you need is that one chance. Uh, it's all I do is eat, sleep, and drink wrestling. I got a lot of ideas, but boy, I'm saving them for the right time and right place, and I can't Absolutely. wait to do that because I'm going to prove to the wrestling world people still believe no matter what you think they still believe and i have some ideas i think that will really spark our business back again that's awesome well that's tremendous Good. and that someone that, that someone that's a big believer um in you and the work you've done is uh arn anderson um i don't know if you heard on his latest uh podcast called arn um he yeah. uh talked he talked about you and ricky or, um, you and robert uh, the rock and roll express being on the mount rushmore of tag teams what does that mean coming from him? You guys had some classic battles with not only um, Arn and Ole, but certainly Arn and Tully as well. Um, what does that mean coming from a guy like Arn, putting you on that Mount Rushmore of tag teams? Well, but, you know, uh, what we're coming from somebody like Arn, because Arn was one of the greatest tag teams. You Not only with him and Tully or him and Ole, or him and, it was him and Flair and uh, you know, the four horsemen, this whole thing it's it's the world of me to get a compliment from arn but you see and in, in our days arn it is not the part that i stuck out you know i'm, I'm ricky morton i said for ricky morton i i i, I deal with, but arn knows me arn knows how hard i work to the ring in my passion for this business I, and that's the reason we drew money because i'm getting back to what i just told you i'm like a ball bouncing around here <laughs> just making people understand and believe in what you do. And uh, that's great. Uh, you know, Arn, I, mean, uh, I don't got to say nothing about Arn. Everybody knows how great he is, you know, uh, great psychology in the ring. And uh, it's a great compliment, man. Uh, yeah, I hate to cut you off here, fella. Uh, yeah. I, I just come in. I've been running around like a chicken. <laughs> you know, I had to go to the doctor today and get released, and I had to go do this. But, you know, everybody's uh, confined in the house, and uh, I'm here with my wife. Uh, yeah. I took my hearing aid out earlier, <laughs> and I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> she, uh, she uh, uh, I could hear her holler. <laughs> no, no, guys, thank you. It's a great honor to be on your show, and uh, I hope that uh, – you can bring me back home we have a little time and you can ask me some great questions. And don't forget, man, to check me out every Sunday, 505 on YouTube, School of Morton, Babyface Ricky Morton Instagram, and Ricky Morton regular Facebook. Guys, so all my wrestling fans out there that are listening, 
Uh, stay safe. Be cool. And if a music's too loud, you're too damn old. Well, there you had it. We had to cut off early there with Ricky Morton. Uh, he had to give us the hot tag. So I guess we're uh, going in the ring now and uh, going to have to make this giant comeback and clean house just like uh, his partner, uh, Robert Gibson, used to do and still does uh, with the Rock and Roll Express. But thanks to Ricky for doing that. Um, definitely check out his podcast, um, The School of Morton. Uh, it's great stuff, great stories from back then. You you enjoy uh, topics like this, topics like we talked about, uh, God, just the Mount Rushmore tag teams and Arn Anderson put them on, talking about working against guys like Tully and Arn, that he's got it on that. So great stuff. We want to definitely um, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify, any way you choose to take in podcasts. We've got your back covered. Uh, Noah, going forward on this, I mean, we've been watching a lot of WWE Network. We're all sequestered to our homes. And, you know, we want to maybe start throwing out some, maybe some polls, some topics for our fans. Uh, and, and to see what you guys want us to cover next, because not only are we going to be going after great guests, but we're going to go delving into some of these uh, events, uh, old old pay-per-views, events, things like that, wrestlers, moments that shaped wrestling. What 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 comes to mind to you? Like, I know you've been watching a lot of WWE Network. How, what comes to mind? What, what events do you want to cover coming up? And maybe what are some ways we, we want to get these out maybe and have some fans vote on some of this stuff? That'd be cool. Oh, absolutely. I know for me, I just kind of want to go back, and it's been so long uh, you watch these nitros uh, for me and WCW growing up, and they're just kind of lost forever. I mean, I might have some VHS tapes with some episodes still on there, uh, but they've been kind of lost. And now with WWE Network, and they're all on there, I mean, I'd almost like to go back and relive that whole just era of the NWO coming in and and the forming and just uh, 97 Starcade was staying and kind of where uh, the storyline died. And uh, they kept it going uh, for far too long and the finger poke of doom and just kind of relive all that. So uh, for me, that's kind of uh, something if anyone has an idea, a specific moment or time, whether it's 97 Starcade, the finger poke of doom, Sting and Luger joining the Wolfpack and just the, how they broke up into NWO Hollywood and NWO Wolfpack, just all of that for me. Excellent. Can't wait to do it. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Main Event Podcast. We will be back at you with another unknown topic next week. Can't wait to cover it. Can't wait to continue um, interacting with some of these great fans. You can go to our website, ignitroentertainment.com, where you can get all the updates. All of our podcasts are there. That's where all of our entertainment uh, all of our stuff is really archived there. We do uh, retro movie reviews, nostalgia, uh, of course, wrestling, music. It's all kind of under that umbrella, ignitroentertainment.com. So go check it out. Um, and you can give us a follow on Facebook, uh, Instagram, or Twitter uh, at Ignitro Entertainment. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Main Event Podcast.